Good night, everybody. Live from the deep red state of Tennessee on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is ungoverned. Let the freezing begin. There it goes. Wow. What? It's bad. Yeah. I think so. I think my my wonderful idea of having a uh, I got to get that out of there. I think the my, my wonderful idea of having this uh, this new camera set up is just not going to happen. I don't know what to do because I can't I can't change it. We're live now, so you're going to have to deal with a uh, a choppy screen for the whole rest of the show. I apologize, everybody. I thought this was going to work a lot better. Apparently, it's not. Uh, but we're here. We're ready to go. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to switch back afterwards. What a shame. Because it was going to be perfect, and uh, and now it's anything but. Yeah, it is very glitchy. So, uh, you know what? Hand me that. I don't know. I can't. We have. I, there's no way to fix it. All right. Uh, we're going to have to roll with it, I guess. I don't know what to do here. Um, because this the program that I'm using right now to, uh, to do this is just, uh, it's just not going to work. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, is he? Yeah, and he's like, he's, it looks phenomenal if I wasn't live. Yeah. But because we do it live, how about we do this? Um, can you hand me the other camera? We're going to switch it out right now. We're going to do this. We're going to do this live. I can't. We can't do a show like this. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's, let's uh, let me put a video on or something, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll make this switch very quickly. Let me see if I could find a really a really loud uh, a really long one. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, how about Stacey Abrams denying election results? While we make this change, we'll make this change. We're going to make this change on the fly. Man, it looks good, but now I know what my limitations are. Now I know what the computer's limitations are. Let's see. Let me see if I could. Where is the Stacey Abrams thing now? If I could find it. If I could find the Stacey Abrams denying election results, we'll be okay. But uh, but I don't seem to be able to. Uh, where is it? Let me see if I could find Stacey. You know what? We'll do this one. This is the clip that you, everyone used to hate. Here, let's do it. It just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked. I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, there's still, they, so they made some genuine, s- substantial changes institutionally and with people. But in one of the three institutions, there's now some backsliding. There and the court, yes, and they had made that commitment that they wouldn't do that. And so when we left, the first thing I spent uh, um, a lot of time, as did Mike, because this was his territory as well, and uh, people like Charlie Cupchin and Victoria. And anyway, there there were a lot of good people we had working on this.
continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital with children. You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. And they're shaking and somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic. They, do, they can cry, I can cry, we all can cry. If we're not crying, something is wrong. And so I'm telling you right now, President Biden, not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up and understand that. We are literally, literally watching people commit genocide and killing a vast majority just like this. And we still stand by and say nothing. We will remember this, but all of you, you need to know, I swear to God, Wahiyat Allah, you are on the right side of history. You are, you're doing everything possible to save lives. What is wrong with that? Stop it with trying to try to politicize this. So I don't know what we're going to be able to do with this today. I, I really apologize for it. It looks like I, it, everything indicated to me it was going to be fine. And um, it is anything but. So we're going to have to roll with it. I know it's glitchy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I have no answers. Uh, I have no. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know what we're going to be able to do about it. Maybe close your eyes and uh, and listen. Um, because that might be the the easiest way to consume this today. Um, unfortunately, everything that we had prepared, calls are not going to happen. Uh, everything seems to be completely overloaded at this at this point, uh, and I am not sure why or what to do to fix it. But it is uh, the whole thing is just the whole thing is just melting down. So uh, that's what's happening. Uh, that is the I was excited for uh, for the for the new look. There is no new look, and uh, maybe it'll rebound. Maybe it won't. We will talk about Fannie Willis, um, and we will talk about uh, uh, her failure and essentially her self-destruction on the uh, on on the stand yesterday. Maybe it's catching up to itself here. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that I had this whole thing rigged up. It looked really good, and then. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it just it just didn't, you know. So uh, so we it, maybe maybe it'll catch up to itself, and we'll be able to process it for the rest of the episode. But Fannie Willis um, self destructing yesterday and today on the witness stand, and it was a sight to see. It really was. It was a sight to see. Uh, she was she was snapping and clapping back at the uh, at the, the Trump attorneys, and it was really. It was really bizarre uh, to see somebody who prides herself on being a district attorney um, basically just not conducting herself properly in a courtroom, you know? And so you had Fannie Willis, uh, Soros-backed Fulton County District Attorney, the reason why we have the Trump mugshot, right? She's the reason why we have the Mona Lisa of mugshots, mugshots, the mugshot heard around the world. She's the reason why we have that. And she was out there just completely losing her herself, losing her mind on 
the uh, the stand there talking about how she's not on trial and this isn't a trial, but it was a hearing and did she lie to the court? And there are so many questions about the Fannie Willis situation now that a lot of people have. But one thing I think we can we can uh, confirm with each other is that she, much like every other leftist in the book, much like every other leftist uh, that we've ever had to deal with, is a liar. She's a scammer. She is not holding up her promises. She is not standing up for what she believes or what she said she believes. And she's making a fool of herself because she's been caught with her pants down. And she was caught with her pants down by somebody other than Nathan Waite, who uh, obviously uh, was... Um, the, 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 the catalyst to this whole Fannie Willis situation that we are uh, witnessing. So we have Fannie Willis. We have uh, some of her campaign promises, what she promised to do. And, uh, and then we have, uh, uh, you know, what she's doing. We've got the illegals, the border crisis. It's an absolute mess. The border crisis is a complete and total disaster. You have the, uh, remember the five amigos in New York City? I think it's now seven amigos. They were, uh, apparently they belong to a Venezuelan gang. So we have that piece of information for you as well. Another five-time illegal immigrant who's been deported, sorry, five times, killed a 10-year-old. He's been accused of killing a 10-year-old in a DUI crash as the 10-year-old boy was walking home from school. And then the situation with Alexei Navalny. And I know it's going to make people unhappy, but we have to ask, what the hell is Tucker Carlson doing? He's saying, what are you talking about? Now, Tucker's not a dumb person, and he's a great journalist. He is. All right? Has he been threatened? Is somebody in his ear saying, put something nice out about Vladimir Putin? Because, you know, he's, I want to say for no real reason, putting out puff pieces on on Russia, on Vladimir Putin, without all the real information. What is going on with Tucker Carlson? I respect him. He's a great journalist, but we have seen him fold the pressure before. Let us not forget the massive swing and a miss with the January 6th footage at Fox News almost a year ago today, because I haven't forgotten. The Putin interview was great. He absolutely should have done it. But this whole Moscow's clean and Russia's beautiful, you know, I mean, Xi Jinping probably thinks San Francisco is beautiful, too, because they cleaned it up when he got there. What is Tucker Carlson doing? We'll find out. Alexei Navalny is uh, dead in a Russian prison now because Russia, the state that Tucker wants us to believe, is this state that has been... So misled by everybody. Oh, my gosh, Tucker, it's, you know, the United States, they're lying to you about Russia. And I don't think that they're, I don't necessarily think that they're being, you know, completely forthright with us about about Russia. Uh, But this is still a state that is run by a man, Vladimir Putin, a KGB thug, uh, that jails its political dissidents and kills them, poisons them, does all that stuff. So we want to see, uh, I want to ask what the hell Tucker Carlson is doing. Before we get to all that juicy stuff, I would like to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. Here's this video. If it will play, let's keep our fingers crossed to take a look. 
we all want to make a difference in our country and and make change but we don't all have the ability to do so a lot of people are busy they can't join school boards they can't get on borough council but they can change where they shop and it's just shopping it's that simple we're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you all know what we've been talking about it for a while. The whole world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation, and sky high gas prices. You know, the uh, big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time while so many little guys and small people and uh, small businesses and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it and how can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family owned Made in America manufacturer for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from Made in China and switch to Made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria will give you a call back to enroll you and then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch the number two usa.com switch the number two usa.com switch the number two usa.com all right next is we have lean from Brickhouse nutrition that is take lean.com promo code lfa take lean.com promo code lima foxtrot alpha folks let's talk about stress because i know a hell of a lot about that right now Hours setting up that camera for it to shit the bed right here on the on the live stream. Stress may be why you can't lose weight. Now, I'm not trying to lose weight. Maybe a little bit. You know, I put on a little bit during the holiday season. We're a little on the, the puffy side right now, but not crazy. If you have moderate to high stress, you probably have headaches every day like I do. A doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you all know about stress eating and sugar cravings. I can tell you, there's one thing I don't crave right now is sugar. But sometimes I want a little bit of sweets. Oh, I sometimes. Oh, I have this blueberry tea, and it's actually really good. Now, here's the good news. You say, what's all this? All this bad news. Here's the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. If your life is a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Get 15% off and free shipping at TakeLean.com. You see it on your screen right there. That is TakeLean.com, promo code LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off at TakeLean.com. we got to go fast on this one because it says here, rapid statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and not a substitute or alternative care from a healthcare provider. Not bad. What do you need AI for? What do you need to speed up voices for? You could just get somebody who could talk very quickly right now. Who cares if the camera and the computer is not letting it come through all the way? That doesn't matter. It's only a video product. TakeLean.com, promo code LFA15. TakeLean.com, promo code LFA15. Lima Foxtrot Alpha 
1-5. All right. Last but not least, we have the LFA TV store right here at the LFA TV website. That's LFATV.us. You see it on your screen for you right there. LFATV.us. You can click on that pop-up. It'll bring you to the show that is currently live, or you can go to the LFA TV store. That's right here on the LFA TV website. And you'll see, look, they got the flannels. And we're going to be getting our LFA TV flannels soon. That's what I've heard. I'm very excited about it. LFATV.us. Click on the store tab, and you can see everything that they have to offer here. That is is offered at the LFA TV store. You can see it. It all looks great. We love it. LFATV.us. Click on the store tab, or you can go directly to the LFA TV store by going to jeremyharrell.com slash store. That is jeremyharrell.com slash store, or LFATV.us. All right, I just closed all my internet browsers. We are going to fly by the seat of our pants. That's what we're going to do. Who is Big Daddy? He was calling everybody P-words. Oh, I know who that is. You know who that is. That's our friend. I don't know for sure, but I blocked him just for this stream. Oh, okay. Well, I can tell you. We'll get another one probably soon. But anyway, we're rocking and rolling. If uh, If there are any trolls in the chat... Uh, they're going to get zapped by our uh, resident bug zapper in chief. Obviously, my lovely wife, Brennan, who's over there. She's got like the bug assault and she's just waiting. Aim small, miss small. Aim small, miss small. She's aiming small and she's missing small, but she's not actually missing. She's actually aiming small and she's hitting. Fanny Willis, 2020. She campaigned on not engaging in sexual misconduct. Not a joke. It's not a joke. Not a joke. Wait, wait, I, I got like got hairy legs. No, that's 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 not that's not a joke. She actually campaigned on uh not engaging in sexual misconduct. I am so sorry. Now we have Rashida okay. Tlaib. To bomb a hospital. And we have Quid Pro Joe also playing. This is just a mess today. It's a Friday. Thank goodness the weekend is coming. Mia, I haven't used any of my golf clubs in Tennessee. It might be. I might use it on this computer today. Uh, We have Fannie Willis. Let me play this video for you of what she said back in 2020 uh, when she was campaigning for district attorney of Fulton County. Take a look. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Oh, 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 oh. A DA that won't have sex with his employees. Okay, so you hired Nathan Wade, you hired Nathan Wade to prosecute Trump. Would that make you Nathan Wade's employer? Would that make Nathan Wade your employee? I'm asking any business owner in the chat if that's how that works. Let's watch that again. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. Oh, you won't put money in your own pocket that should be going to benefit children. Now, I'm not exactly sure what she's talking about there. Maybe there was a scandal with the previous Fulton County District Attorney, who I would imagine was probably a Democrat, and I would imagine probably was corrupt, because if there's one thing that we know about the uh, Democrat, the Democrats, they are all very, very corrupt. Fulton County Prosecutor Fannie Willis campaigned in 2020 on not 
engaging in sexual misconduct as her predecessor was accused of doing. The irony of Willis's campaign promise was evident after allegations of her own affair surfaced along with financial implications. And the funny part is she was doing this in 2020 and the relationship with Nathan Wade started in 2019. Now, maybe Nathan Wade wasn't somebody who she hired to go after a political opponent. Obviously not, because Donald Trump and the RICO case hadn't been built and or brought at that point. But the funniest part about all of this is that she's campaigning against doing something and then doing it. Listen to the second part of what she says, too. Look, because they deserve a D.A. that won't have sex with his employees, because they deserve a D.A. that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children because we deserve better. All right. Let's talk about that part about putting money in their own pocket, right? Because yesterday, on the stand, so I sit on the stand, and I got got, got hairy legs. That's anytime I hear the term on the stand, I think of that clip. Because Joe Biden's talking about how he was a lifeguard. Can anybody trust him? He's a sleepy Joe Biden. Could you imagine him on a lifeguard stand? He probably thought you were in, like, the desert or something. There was no swimming pool. So you have Fannie Willis, okay? She's on the stand. Here, there she was talking about how she's not going to take money. You know, DAs shouldn't be taking money. They should be giving it to children. You know, obviously you get a salary, but, you know, you get what she's saying. Probably some sort of kickback or, you know, uh, a quid pro quo type of scheme there. And yet on the stand yesterday, Fannie Willis talked about how she took campaign cash and kept it in her house. Which very well may be a crime. So take a listen to this part of Fannie Willis's testimony on the stand yesterday. My whole life, when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today. I, I, I took some of the money out of my first campaign and kept it? Is that what she said? My whole life, when I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today. I thought she wasn't going to do that. She promised us that she wasn't going to do that. Now she says she did it. Georgia code prohibits campaign funds from being used for the purpose of making gifts, loans, or investments directly to the candidate. On Thursday, this was yesterday, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis testified under oath that she kept some of the cash from her first campaign. This resulted in others questioning whether or not she violated Georgia's campaign finance laws. The comments were made during the explosive conflict of interest hearing that could disqualify Fannie Willis from presiding over the 2020 Georgia election case. A judge ordered the hearing after it was revealed that Willis had hired prosecutor Nathan Wade, whom she had a romantic relationship with, to prosecute former President Trump and his allies. We're going to slow this one down. Because liberals have a problem with the English language. They've got a problem with words. (laughs) Angry Hot Dog says, what, you don't take campaign cash in your house? No, I don't. (laughs) That's, you know, it's like as if she, as if this is just something that everybody who runs for office does. And you know what? I would say this. Probably a lot of the people who run for office think what she did is okay because they're all corrupt. And a lot of them, if not all of them, hate you. Okay? So, you know, yeah, maybe she does think that it's, Standard Operating Procedure, SOP, as the kids would say. 
They would think maybe it's standard operating procedure to just go ahead and take that campaign cash and keep it in your home because you know what? Everybody else does it. And so we're just going to do it too. But the funniest part about all of that, the funniest part about all of that was that first clip that I played. I'll play it again because it's nice and short of her talking about how Fulton County deserves a district attorney that is not having sex with its employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. All right. Well, if that's not what you were doing with Nathan Wade, good on you. But I have a feeling that's what you were doing with Nathan Wade. Considering the fact that I anointed you, Fannie Willis, in the voice of our favorite president, the winner of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And if uh, you were eating a hot dog, it's that. It's, uh, you know, it's... It's something that you're probably not doing. It's probably not appropriate, and I would call it misconduct. You were talking about running against it, and then you engaged in that exact same thing. Fannie Willis uh, should be disqualified from this Georgia case, and oh my goodness gracious, I am here. I am here for that uh, rebellion against Fannie Willis. I'm here for the leftist meltdown when they finally announced that Fannie has been moved off the case. I'm here for that. I'm excited about that. And uh, that is exactly how that and and what should happen there. Let's move on to the five-time deported illegal immigrant that killed, potentially killed the 10-year-old walking home from school. I'm sorry. This is, that's, that's not it. This is it. Sorry, right here. Okay. I forgot how to count. Five-time deported illegal alien accused of killing a 10-year-old boy walking home from school. No, the illegal alien was not walking home from school. The 10-year-old boy was walking home from school. And when I talk about the southern border, okay, when I talk about the southern border, I talk about it like I talk about the trans restroom situation, right? Where if you don't know who's coming into your country and you're just letting anybody in because that's what the Statue of Liberty says to do. Give us your tired, your needy, and your huddled masses. You know, Statue of Liberty does not set policy. But they, people are making the assumption that we it is our right, it's our moral obligation to take in anybody who's looking for a shot at a better life. If you want a shot at a better life, earn your shot at a better life by coming into this country legally. Legally. We call it legally. It's the immigration process. It's not hard. It's called a port of entry. And we should shut those down too because quite frankly, I'm tired of it. I've been tired of it since I've had to start pressing one for English, okay? You don't tell me to press one for the language that's spoken in my country. You want to you have another language? You press one. Oh, that's a white supremacist thing to say. Well, you know what? If it is, screw you. You, you understand how much of an inconvenience it is to have to go through 15,000 pages of instruction to find the English page. Every product I get, there's... 40 different languages if it's shipped inside somewhere in the United States, and I'm tired of it. A five-time deported illegal alien is now accused of killing a 10-year-old boy walking home from school in Midland, Texas, in a hit-and-run crash. Rogelio Ortiz Olivas, a 50-year-old five-time deported illegal alien from Mexico, has been arrested and charged with drunk driving and causing a fatal hit-and-run in a crash that ultimately killed 10-year-old Alex A.J. Wise Jr. Midland is less than four hours from the United States-Mexico border. 
According to the Midland Police Department, on February 8th, Ortiz Olivas was driving a truck when he hit Wise, who was walking home from school. Immediately, police said Ortiz Olivas fled the scene, leaving Wise in critical condition. Wise was airlifted to a hospital in Lubbock, Texas, but died from his injuries the following morning. Wise was a student at Idea Travis, and his family described him as the sweetest, coolest, funniest little boy that you ever could meet in a GoFundMe post. When you don't know who is coming into the country, when you don't know who is coming into the country and you're letting these people in en masse, you're letting these people in en masse, this is what happens. You know what else happens? This happens. Illegal immigrants charged in the beating of New York Police Department officials and officers were identified as Venezuelan gang members. Remember the five amigos or the seven amigos? There's a bunch of amigos. Now, apparently, it's a whole gang of amigos. That's nice. Remember these guys in New York? And then they arrested them. And because Alvin Bragg was too busy devouring a box of Twinkies, he, he let them out on bail, you know, cashless bail. They didn't hold them in custody. This is the same people, you know, the left, Alvin Bragg's party, that would tell you, they'll tell you, Donald Trump is a flight risk. That's why we must have his mugshot. How in the world is Donald Trump a flight risk and these illegal immigrants aren't? How? You got to, you got, someone's got to clear this up for me. So Donald Trump, he looks like this. Okay. This is what I look like. I look like this and I'm a tremendous guy. I'm a beautiful person. We all know it. This is a pretty distinguishable guy. I mean, you could tell there's not a lot of people who look like him. It's only like two people who sound like him, him and me. All right. How would that guy? And when he, when he flies, when he, when he travels, He's generally, Brennan, this is a question for you. When Donald Trump travels, he's on a plane, right? Yeah. What does the plane say on it in big letters? Le no, it says... Trump. It says Trump. <laughs> McGroin Nation. McGroin Airlines. Could you imagine? This is your captain speaking, Holden McGroin. We are... <laughs> Holden McGroin in the cockpit. That's funny. All right. Donald Trump's plane says his name on it. So if he was going somewhere, you would see him leaving on the plane that has his name on it. This isn't difficult. Come on. I know even for the soils out there, the slow on intake liberals, we call them the soil community. I know even though even those of you with Hubs disease, head up butt syndrome, right? We all understand Donald Trump is not a flight risk. If he was to fly commercial, I just demonstrated, I have my Trump head on a stick, you know, my little, okay, we have a great thing. If he was to fly commercial, you'd probably be, he'd stick out like a sore thumb. Okay, and the third and final point with regards to why Trump is not a flight risk is because he's running for president. But you have these illegals that you refuse to keep in custody, all right? in New York, who beat up police officers. They tell you nobody's above the law. That's why the Donald Trump hush money trial is going on, because nobody's above the law. Ooh, Alvin Bragg loves Twinkies. They tell you this, right? Nobody's above the law. That's what they say. That's what they say. And yet you let these guys go. They catch a few of them in Arizona on the way to California. 
They got on a bus that was funded by an NGO, getting these guys across the country, okay, in Arizona. And now you're finding out that these guys, Wilson Juarez and Kelvin Servita Orocha, have been identified as allegedly belonging to the brutal Trend de Aruga gang. This is what happens when you let people into the country and you don't know a damn thing about them. This is the problem. You cannot allow people to enter the United States en masse. You just can't do it and not give a damn about who they are. You just can't do that. And when you do that, it's not that, you know, I I made the joke before about how I'm upset with having to, you know, press one for English. That's an inconvenience. This is a national security issue. And not national security in in a sense that, you know, that somebody's gonna bomb a strip mall or something, and that very well may happen anyway. And you're letting Chinese spies across the border, I get it. But you're, you're, you're putting the American people in harm's way. This story here about the, the little boy who was killed speaks for itself. This story here about the New York Police Department officials who, or officers, I keep saying officials, who were beaten up by violent Venezuelan gang members speaks for itself. These are not isolated incidents. These are not standalone stories. And, you know, this is happening regularly. You're seeing minors getting raped and molested. You're seeing people getting stabbed. You're seeing people, you know, having their their cars stolen and windows broken into. And you're seeing the crime skyrocket with this influx of illegal immigrants. Because as Donald Trump said, and he was right about this too, they're not sending their best. They're not sending their best. Some of these people are probably just in search of a better life. But if you would like a shot at a better life, you have to earn it. Come in legally. That's all. It's not hard. I mean, it's not easy. There's parts of the process that take a long time. But prove that you're here for the right reasons. Pledge allegiance to our flag. And if you're going to be a violent criminal, no, you're not allowed in. Now, none of them is going to, nobody's on the border going to show up and say, yeah, I'm here to be a violent criminal. But by making it harder to come in, some of these people wouldn't be here in the first place and shouldn't be here to begin with. These stories are heartbreaking. And that poor little 10-year-old, that's a very heartbreaking story. All right, let's get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. I may be able to salvage calls after all. We'll see. This thing is holding on by a thread. Take my hand. We'll make it out. Wow! All right. I didn't drink enough tea apparently today. Oh, I think you've had enough. Mm -mm. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a deep dive into the world of crypto where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I am thrilled to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token, which is a groundbreaking token that not only embraces financial possibilities, but also embodies a strong commitment to supporting America First candidates, causes, and charities. Which sets them apart as a unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. 
Let's go branding token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community. So you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Branding Tokens got you covered offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. Visit the website, letsgobrandingtoken.com. To learn more, become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to take a look and check out letsgobrandintoken.com. That is letsgobrandintoken.com. Next, we have CB Distillery. You know, CB Distillery. This stuff is good. This is CBD. It's real clean CBD that could help you with your stress. It can help you get better sleep because I understand what your medicine cabinet look like, looks like. It looks a lot like mine. Your medicine cabinet is probably crammed with stuff that doesn't work. You're not sleeping. You're still hurting. You're stressed out. That's how it was for me. So I cleared out my cabinet and I reset my health with CBD from CB Distillery. And it's been a real change. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better after taking CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like I did to CB, that's Charlie Bravo Distillery, and with over 2 million customers, 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee. CB Distillery is the source to trust. I have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com. Use the code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha, for 20% off. That is cbdistillery.com, code LFA. CB, Charlie Bravo, distillery.com, slash, uh, cbdistillery.com, slash, LFA, for 20% off. Take a look. You will not be disappointed when you try out those uh, CBD products. I've heard great things. I've taken some of those products and, uh, it, it is good. It is probably the most potent and the strongest CBD that is out there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, Holden says they probably have CBD for pets on that site. Oh, I forgot to put, I forgot to put my camera in there. There it is. Boom. See, I, nice. We got a little plug and play system on there. We could fix it. I mean, we did fix it pretty quick, uh, with the swap out. It seems to be working okay now. So that's pretty good. We may be able to do calls after all. We'll take a look at the live chat, and we, uh, we have a lot going on in that live chat right now, as you can see. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's take a look at the live chat and read some comments here. Fire for effect. Uh, Snarl Barkley says, loaded CBD helps dogs. Uh, all other vegetables need to get their crap together. What are we talking about, vegetables? Who's talking about vegetables? Let's see. Not me. I don't know. All right, well, we have a bunch of... Trumpian says Jesus loves you, which is a very nice thing to say. Log has just jumped into the show. Logan, who who has uh, called us a couple of times. McGroin Nation says, love you guys, Sean and Brennan. McGroin Nation. McGroin Airlines. I want that to be a thing. Uh, this is your this is your captain speaking. Uh, in the event of a water landing, uh, please make sure that you grab your groin. I don't know. I don't know. We're having some fun. We I did I did a Trump Airlines skit once. This is your captain speaking. We're in the cockpit. It's a beautiful cockpit. And uh, in case of a sudden change in cabin pressure, the mask comes down. Anthony Fauci is going to wear all of them. That's what I did. I said that. It was pretty funny. Back in the day, 
back in the day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, also want to take a quick moment and say thank you to anybody who has watched that Valentine's Day video on TikTok because that is near three quarters of a million views and it's been shared almost 20,000 times. So that's pretty cool. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, hey, Sean, Fanny must have smashed your computer. No, because the computer is still working and um, it wouldn't be working if Fanny had smashed it. I want to ask this question. I want to ask this question. If we get that, that rumble button too, by the way, I haven't, I, I haven't even been able to check on it because the camera meltdown and I shut the browser down, but we're back. I mean, that was a good bounce back for this computer to do it. So there we go. Hit that thumb, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you share this show far and wide. Tell everyone to skip the first 15 minutes cause it's a mess. But after that, we start rolling. We start having fun. We're going to do calls in a minute. I want to ask this question though. What the heck is going on with Tucker Carlson? I mean that, I mean that legitimately. Why is he putting out puff pieces about Vladimir Putin? Has he been threatened? And I, I'm not saying maybe that it's... Like he's I, it yeah. Tucker Carlson is talking about... Remember I said to you yesterday how uh, groceries cost less in Moscow yeah. than they do in the United States? Well, that's because I was watching Tucker Carlson's reporting on it. There's a hidden detail. There's a hidden detail um, in there. Joel Berry from the Babylon Bee, of all places. Um, you know, here's the problem. Tucker says groceries in Russia cost about one quarter uh, of what they cost in America. But what he's not telling you is that the average Russian salary is one-fifth the average U.S. salary. So they're making less money. So, of course, everything's a little cheaper. They have to be able to afford it. That's what the market has set the prices at. He's talking about how Moscow is clean and the subway is clean. I mean, this is not this is not a new thing for a dictator to make a very popular journalist see all the good things about their country. Life in Russia, it may not be as bad as we've been told. It may not be as bad as we've been told. But these puff pieces and this Russia is a beautiful... I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. Could it just be to make his, like, excellencies so bad? Because everybody's, like, puffing him up to all the news. Mainstream. And that could be. It could be a... It could be a... Uh, a Counter-propaganda. Counter but why... Instead of telling me that Vladimir Putin is great and Russia's this wonderful country, because it, 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 it really, like, it isn't. You know, this is a country, as you see on your screen... This Putin critic, and it's, he's not just a critic, Alexei Navalny, he was his staunchest opposition, just died in a Russian prison after being arrested on bogus charges, separated from his wife and his daughter, poisoned. I mean, I, I don't understand why Tucker Carlson is going this far to try to make Russia out to be something that it isn't. I was, I, look, the Putin interview... Vladimir Putin controlled it to an extent, but you're not going to go in Vladimir Putin's country, Tucker Carlson, and grill the guy. He wouldn't have made it out alive. So I get it. I get it. But the stuff that he has been throwing out, and this is David Strom. This article is, is phenomenal on hot air, and I know we all like Tucker, and I still respect him as a journalist, but journalists should not be engaging in blatant propaganda. And unfortunately, what he's doing right now with Russia is 100% propaganda. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say he's a Russian asset. 
or a Russian agent like some leftists would. But I will say it's a little concerning. Did he, was there a deal that he would, he would highlight some of these things if he got the interview with Putin? We're probably never going to know. But I, I, this is just, it's, it's just very bizarre. Russia is a poor country, according to David Strom here, where one out of five don't even have indoor toilets. The fact that there are wealthy people living nice lives in the country means very little. And the price of something is irrelevant when you're purchasing power. The real measure of what you can buy is too low to get it. The low price of something using hard currency matters little to people who use rubles. American political leadership is, is brutal, as David Strom says. We also agree with Tucker's critics that Russian leadership is pretty bad as well. The average American has a better life and more freedom than the average Russian, and that's a long shot. Moscow is a showcase city in exactly the same way that Pyongyang is in North Korea. Tucker is right that American cities are badly run. They're dirty and they're way too dangerous. But unlike American cities where only the very rich and the mostly poor live, we live in suburbs which are extremely nice. European cities concentrate their wealth in the urban core. It is the suburbs, which you never see, in which the misery lives. It's kind of backwards out there in Europe. The problem with what Tucker's been doing, and again, if you judged San Francisco based off of what Gavin Newsom did to President Xi, you would think San Francisco's a beautiful city with no homeless people. But there's more to the story. And he knows there's more to the story. So why isn't he telling us the whole story? I will say, I'm genuinely afraid for Tucker's safety right now if this is the lengths that he has to go to have gotten that interview with Putin. Because Tucker is a smart guy. He's not a stupid person. He knows the real story in Russia. I just don't know why he won't tell us the real story in Russia. It's very strange. As Alexei Navalny, a political opponent, and I put this post up this morning. I said, Alexei Navalny died in a Russian prison. This reaffirms what we already know about Putin. He's an authoritarian who jails his political opponents, just like Joe Biden. With that being said, everyone's doing it. We're not doing it. They're using the death of Alexei Navalny to say, well, this is why we have to give money to Ukraine. Ukraine is not going on an offensive here, ladies and gentlemen. They're defending themselves. This says, if, if Ukraine wins the war, Putin's not going anywhere. This isn't a war to oust Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. It's just ridiculous. I just don't understand why Tucker won't give us the real story. I, I, I'm disappointed seeing that essentially he's shilling for Russia. And that just doesn't make much sense to me because we all know the real story about Russia and what goes on there and how Vladimir Putin rules. And there's no freedom of speech and political opponents are jailed and political opponents are, are, are put in, you know, it's just, it's just not good. It's, it's not a good look. I'm not happy with Tucker for doing that. I respect the hell out of him. I think the Vladimir Putin interview was something that showed extreme courage, but I don't know if now this was the other half of that was the, He's going to make Russia look good in exchange for that time with Putin. I don't know. All right, let's start, uh, let's start your calls. We got it up and running. Let's see what we have here. Uh, let's see. We have a call on the line here. So let's see. Who do we have on the line? Welcome to the show. Hi, this is Logan. Logan has called. Doing? Logan, first on the, uh, on the call list today. What's up, Logan? How are you? Happy to get you through here. I didn't think we were going to make it, make it off the ground today with the calls. But here we are. Logan, what's up? Oh, I was wondering who the nominee is going to be for the Democrat Party. Do you think it's going to be Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom or Gretchen Whitmer? 
Well, I definitely think, Logan, it's not going to be Michelle Obama. And the reason why is because it has been confirmed this week from David Axelrod, who's very, very close to the Obamas. I'll put this on the screen. Uh, I know you're on a 30-second delay, but you'll see it uh, when it comes up there. Um, Michelle Obama is not going to be running for president. So that is a a good thing for us. She would be a, a tougher opponent, I think. I think the nominee right now, look, the only the only reason I see Joe Biden sticking around, I don't know if he's going to be the one, I think most Democrats want him out, is because his wife is probably not ready to get rid of, uh, to, to let go of power. So um, if it's not Biden, yeah, I think Newsom, uh, you can think, um, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, maybe, Andy Bashir from Kentucky, the Democrat governor in a red state, don't sleep on Andy Bashir. He's a dark horse. We talked about this on WPHT yesterday. And uh, yeah, that, that's those are the people I think who it might be. Yeah. And Trump, I think Trump could beat any of those people easily. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think the toughest person for him to beat would be Michelle Obama. She's not running. So now it's up to people like you and me, Logan, to make sure that we push Donald Trump over the finish line. Are you ready to do it? Yes, I'm very ready to do it. And I believe he'll win easily this time i do too thank you so much for your call logan really appreciate it okay have a good day thank you you too that was logan i guess that's log 23 here on uh rumble i am surprised that we have calls going right now all right keep the calls coming in let's see we have another one coming up here hello there welcome to ungoverned who do i have on the line this is uh, Osborne H. Heather from Kansas City. Heather Osborne, uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan, obviously. Yeah. Not a Taylor obviously, Swift fan, yeah. right, Heather? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Not a Taylor Swift fan, though, right, Heather? Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Heather? Congratulations to your Chiefs. Oh, oh thank you. No, not much. We're just uh, hanging in. And I thought Fanny Willis's uh, testimony yesterday was comical, and I just you know, I said she's just shooting herself in the foot. So. Well, let me ask you this question because there's obviously been uh, there was that shooting down there in um, in in uh, Kansas City. What has that been like uh, in your community? How close were you to that major metropolitan area? And uh, you know, how yeah. has it been in your community? We are about 15 minutes from there. Um, wow. We thought about going, but we've been before. And actually, my husband and I got separated before, and we said no, we're not going to do that this time. Um, because they limit your cell phone service as well. So when there's something like this that happens, you can't get a hold of anybody. So you're kind of like in a a frantic state. I will say that our police officers, we had about 800 there that they, they brought in for the day. They spent about a million dollars on security. Yeah. Um, it was it was two juvenile kids. I saw that they just charged them today. As adults. Um, so I, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, and so with two Two stupid kids can ruin it for everybody, you know. So, but we're coming together strong as a community, is what I can say. Yeah, so. I mean, it must not. It, it's not. Uh, it's definitely not easy. I mean, I was on Long Island for nine eleven, and that was obviously a huge thing. But you know, when you see these, right. you know, shootings, they can happen anywhere now, and that's not an excuse for gun yeah. control. I, I had one other question. I forgot what it was. Oh, oh, yeah. what kind of phone do you have, Heather? I have an iPhone. Okay. So that's, see, see, now I don't know how to help you because you have the iPhone, so I don't know. But here's the thing. Uh, here's a trick for anybody listening. I know people like life hacks, and this is one of these tricks that I've not been very willing to give up. It's like a fisherman giving up their favorite spot where all the fish are. When people are limiting your cell phone service, if there's a way to do it on iPhone, there's a way to do it on Android, and I did this on January 6th when I was at the protest. 
switch off your 5G, switch off your 4G, and go on the 3G band. You'll be on a band all by yourself, and you will have service. I promise you, because that's what I did on January 6th, and I was in contact with everybody when I found out my car tires were slashed. We were able to get out of there. So switch off your 5G, switch off your 4G, and jump on to either 3G or 2G. You'll have service the whole day. Awesome. Well, I want to say, too, we had two wonderful Chiefs fans tackle down the shooter. I um, saw that. It's like them. they're trying out for the it team. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have to say this. Also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, also, our Chiefs players had just finished being on the stage, and Andy Reid and several others were covering over children to make sure that they were safe. So wow. I, everybody really came together to, to protect that's amazing. Yeah. And uh, on, a, on, a, on a lighter note with regards to the Super Bowl, I will say this. As a Jet fan, you're welcome for McCole Hardman coming back and catching that game-winning pass, okay? Thank you. Yeah. I, I love him. He's wonderful. There you go. Well, thank you, Heather, thank for, for calling time. in and uh, hang, right. hang in there out there in Kansas City. Yeah. You Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. All right, we're going to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms, and then we'll take probably have time for maybe one more call today. Shorter call segment because uh, I didn't know if we were going to be able to even get to it. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, OFP Farms, and I got some cool news about OFP Farms on Monday. There's a new plush toy, okay? And it's so cute. So we're going to get to a word from your friend, our friends over at OFP Farms. This is OFPFarms.com, and their magnesium products we love ofp farms oscar foxtrot papafarms.com are you tired and sore are you run down are you suffering from chronic pain if you are i want to introduce you to ofp farms and their magnesium products maybe asking why magnesium well it's an essential nutrient for cell growth function and regeneration most people are deficient in magnesium without even realizing it industrialized farming has made it almost impossible to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days now ofp farms magnesium products are packed With a combination of nutrients and essential oils, here is one of the sprays which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provides a great source of uh, uh, magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms' topical magnesium product line. It's hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. You're welcome to browse the website at the many five-star reviews. That's OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. They are a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small-family farm, and they're a company that happens to love LFA TV. OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Lima Foxtrot Alpha 1-5. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Uh, Bad Moon wants to see Mo. Ask and ye shall receive. Here is Mo. We flip him for you. We honk the hedgehog. We're not doing it inappropriately. This is not Marjorie Taylor Greene under the desk of Kevin McCarthy. But there you have Mo. Mo has not been on camera for a very long time. All right, let's get to another call here. I think we have time for, let's see, maybe one or two if we do a lightning round. Who do I have on the phone? Welcome to the show. Hello there. Hello. Yes, hello. Hello. Hey there. Sean. Yes. <laughs> This is JL Jazz. Hey there, JL Jazz on the phone. Jen, what's going yep. on? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I just have one question. With all of the coverage of the southern border, why does nobody talk about New Mexico? Hmm. Why does nobody talk about New Mexico? That's a good question. We talk a lot about Arizona, right? We talk a lot about Texas. 
There's not a lot of conversation about California much either. Although uh, Kate Steinle, you know, way back in the day when she was shot in San Francisco, I don't know why they don't talk about New Mexico. Maybe because, uh, maybe because there's a Democrat governor there. I don't know. Is there is there something I don't know about New Mexico? Are there border barriers there? Is there not a lot of crossings going on over there? Do you know something I don't know, Jen? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I thought maybe you yeah. had the answer. Like, I was, hey, I have an interesting tidbit. No, no I have no I idea. I was just wondering if it's because of the the topography there. I don't know if it's too mountainous for people to cross or what the deal is. Yeah, you know, you might be right. There are a lot of mountains down there in New Mexico, so perhaps that is one of the reasons why people aren't crossing as much down there. You know, you hear about Texas all the time. You hear about and maybe it's maybe it's as simple as New Mexico is a state with you know what, Albuquerque is the uh, the biggest city there, and it's a long ways away. But Texas has a lot of metropolitan areas closer there. I don't know. Maybe it's just because there's more people in Texas, more resources there. Same with Arizona, same with California. Uh, maybe those are the yeah. destinations for those reasons. I, I'm not sure. But that's a good question. Yeah. So there you go. That was my question. And I do want to say one thing. You sound so much different on the phone than you do on the computer. Do I? Well, uh, yeah. I'm happy. I'm hap- do I sound better or worse? Um, neither, just different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully I don't sound like a totally different person. That's interesting, but that's cool. Well, thank you so much for your call, Jen. Thanks for being a part of the show as always, and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Yep, so glad I was able to get through this Same here. Woohoo! Very happy. Congratulations. (laughs) Have a good rest of your weekend. Thank you. Yep, big love to you and Brennan. Thank you so much. That was JL Jazz, and that'll be our last call of the day. Some new voices coming through today. Uh, Logan, we've heard from a lot. Heather Osborne, we've we've heard from. So I've never heard from Jen. Jen has never been able to call us before. So that's really cool. And a big update from Kansas City from Heather as well. Uh, and it's nice to hear that the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, and some of the players, uh, Brennan, you didn't hear it because obviously, you know, it was in my ears, but uh, were covering up children while the shooting was taking place. The head coach uh, and some of the Kansas City Chiefs players were actually out there trying to make sure the kids weren't getting hurt. So that's really cool. Ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, Culture Wars of Will Johnson coming up next at 6 p.m. That is, again, Culture Wars with Will Johnson at 6 p.m. Eastern. There's a 931 number coming through on the calls right now, which means that's Tennessee. So I don't know who that is. But there's a uh, we have Culture Wars coming up next with Will Johnson at 6 p.m. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7. And uh, Stone Zone with Roger Stone at 8. Locals will be on Locals tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. SeanFarish.Locals.com slash support. I will be here for this one. Uh, so hopefully we'll be, able to, uh, we'll be able to enjoy ourselves there and have a good time on Locals. Thank you so much for watching and listening. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. And we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Have a great weekend. Hit the rumble button on the way out. Thanks for hanging through all the technical problems. We got that change on the fly, which is very, very exciting. Maybe we'll troubleshoot it. Maybe we won't. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here on Monday. Same time, same place. Rumble.com slash LFATV. 5 p.m. for Ungoverned. Stop by the website for a little bit too. Farishmedia.com. F-A-R-A-S-H media.com. Take a look at it. Tell us what you think. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next Monday. 